Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 137, and it's titled What You Need to Know About the Prostate and the Prostate Massage. If you have been listening to the Love Lab Podcast for a long time, you might remember that we did an episode on prostate massage like three years ago. (laughs) episode seven it was a uh, beginner's guide to couples prostate massage there's good information there please after you listen to this episode go back and listen to that one it actually has been our most popular episode of all time literally uh, by far the most popular episode of all time. And I'm going to tell you, the audience, a little joke that we have about this episode seven. It was very early on in the Love Lab podcast. We hadn't really quite found our flow yet. And when Celine came up with the idea to do that episode, I was like, I don't really have anything to say about it. I don't have anything. What am I going to do? Sit here and be quiet the whole episode while you talk about your experience, you know, healing people with this. So I was like, I was kind of grumpy that day (laughs) and felt like, how am I going to share value to the audience here? I actually, to this day, have not gone back and listened to that episode. But, you know, I think I will after this show because I will probably laugh my ass off listening to myself in episode seven. So, okay, enough about the old episode. Let's talk about today's episode. Why are we redoing this again? Well, one, because it is a very popular topic. And today we're going to go a little bit more in depth. We're going to talk a little bit more about the science behind it and the conditions it can potentially help. Um, We're going to talk a little bit more about the statistics, why you really should be doing this. Um, We also have uh, some tips and tools, actual tools that you can purchase that will help you do this. So basically, it's going to be a 2.0 version. We're going to go even deeper. (laughs) Pun intended. Pun completely (laughs) intended. (laughs) And smoother. (laughs) We've added the lube. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, I'm really thrilled about today's episode. And I love the fact, again, that we can both, um, because I don't have a prostate, I've given thousands of prostate massage over the years, over the last decade. So I have a lot of experience with it, but I don't have one. And with Kevin having a prostate and his own experience, I think it's going to be super valuable because it's still a subject that is very taboo. It's something that a lot of people hold shame or, or anything just weird issues regarding the prostate and hopefully at the end of the episode you'll feel so motivated to explore the backside yeah and you know and we'll get to this as we get into it but times are changing mm-hmm. and there's a lot more information on mainstream medical websites about this in fact a lot of the beginning stuff that we pulled comes straight from webmd like 
it, it's it's becoming mainstream. A lot of that taboo is starting to go away, which is fantastic. So before we get started, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. If you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then go to powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I realized when, when reviewing our show notes for the previous episode that we just kind of jumped in and assumed that everybody understood what the prostate was and, and how it works and what it does and all that kind of stuff. So in, in hindsight now, which is 2020, actually One. 2021... <laughs> <laughs> we realized that maybe we should explain that a little bit better. So what is the prostate? According to WebMD, it is a small gland that is part of the male reproductive system. It's supposed to be about the shape and size of a walnut. It rests below your bladder and in front of your rectum. It surrounds part of the urethra, the tube in your penis that carries pee from your bladder. So that, that's a physical description of what it is. So now you kind of understand where it is in your body if you weren't sure. Um, but now, but then the question becomes, well, what does it do? Yeah, so before we get into what does it do, I want to clarify something for people when they understand the prostate. You can stimulate the prostate from the outside if you press deep enough on the perineum area and know where to press and there is a type of stimulation. However, it is not a direct stimulation. If you want to have a direct prostate stimulation, you have to go through the anus because through that wall, you can access and touch the prostate. There's a lot of misconceptions. Some people talk about, oh, I love it uh, when a woman touches her tongue and massages my prostate with my with her tongue. And I'm like, <laughs> a woman or a man for that matter, whoever it is, doesn't matter. You can't reach the prostate with the tongue. Lizard tongue. Yes, lizard tongue. <laughs> exactly. So the prostate is is... It's not so deep, but it is deeper inside the anus. So just having a little anal stimulation around the anus or a little bit like Toss the salad, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you just said toss the salad. That's great. <laughs> it's not going to stimulate your prostate. It might feel really good. It might be really exciting. You might get like so excited by the act in itself, but you're not stimulating the prostate directly. Yeah. So here's the problem I have with trying to stimulate the prostate from the outside, which is that you actually have to press so hard on the outside that it's actually uncomfortable to the other things, like basically the lower part of the penis that's, that's traveling through there. You have to press so hard that it's really not fun. Interesting. Honestly. Oh, it's good to know. It's good to know. I don't really recommend doing the outside just for those reasons. Also, you can press on the vas deferens when you're pressing there. And there's something about physiologically, you're not really designed to get a lot of pressure on that outer part like regularly. If it happens once, no problem. But some people use that a lot. Uh, there was a whole teaching with the million dollar point, which was people would press on their perineum and kind of, it kind of is where the prostate is on to, the outside to stop ejaculation to stop ejaculation from happening and even the teachers who had put that out there about a decade later they 
took it back and they were like, actually, this is not a good practice to do on a regular basis. So it's good to know if you are somebody who likes it on the outside or does that simulation, you may want to rethink it. Yeah. And by the way, for you million dollar point people, and I know you're out there because we get asked this question all the time. Don't do it. There are better ways. Better ways. Go and check out Power and Mastery. There are better that's ways. That's exactly what I was going to say. So back to our prostate. What does it do? The prostate helps to make some of the fluid in the semen, which carries the sperm from your testicles when you ejaculate. Okay. Ha ha. So <laughs> this is funny because, you know, I mean, everybody's heard of the prostate. A lot of people don't understand what it does. They figure it's just another one of those probably useless glands in the body, you know, like uh, the appendix, uh, the appendix <laughs> yeah, or the gallbladder or something like that. There is nothing in your body that doesn't have a very specific function that is important for your body. <laughs> in this particular case, it's helping to manufacture part of the seminal fluid. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's- it has an important role in your ability to have a good sexual health. And just because it's nestled deep inside and it's a little bit hard to access doesn't mean that you can just forget about it. It needs a little bit of attention. And if you are over 50, you've probably given your prostate a little of attention by going to visit your doctor who did probably stick a finger up your butt. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but we're going to talk about that later on under benefits. Yeah, (laughs) and we're going to talk about something maybe not as fun right now, but we have to address that because it is a big elephant in the room when you think about the prostate. It's to talk about prostate cancer. And we found some different uh, stats here from cancer.org because it is unfortunately rather prevalent and we do need to address that yeah so so we'll read you the stats i also want to say that in no way shape or form are we saying that prostate massage will cure prostate cancer at all that's not at all what we're saying what we are going to make a case for throughout this episode is that it is something that can contribute to an overall healthy program So I just want to say that up front. So, okay, so from cancer.org. Other than skin cancer, prostate cancer is the most common cancer in American men. The American Cancer Society estimates uh, for prostate cancer in the United States for 2021 are about 248,530 new cases of prostate cancer, about 34,130 deaths from prostate cancer, about one in eight men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer during his lifetime. One in eight, that's that's a lot. Uh, let's see. It's interesting, too, because it's one in seven for the women with um, breast cancer. And so it seems like prostate is like, like there's the breast cancer for women and then the prostate cancer for guys. And that's kind of the recurrence, like yeah. the numbers are pretty high exactly. there. So breast cancer most common for women and prostate cancer most common for men. Well, and yeah, in case we weren't clear, women do not have a prostate. It is a gland that only men have in case you, you didn't get that part yet. Women don't produce sperm? No, we don't. <laughs> are you sure about that? <laughs> Positive. <laughs> Pretty sure I've read some news stories that say the opposite, but we won't go there. <laughs> All right. Okay, just a couple more things. Uh, it's more likely to develop in older men and in non-Hispanic 
black men. About six cases in 10 are diagnosed in men who are 65 or older, and it's more rare in men under 40. The average age of men at diagnosis is about 66. However, like so many other things in our society, we are starting to see younger and younger people with these conditions. So if you're listening and you're like, (laughs) I'm nowhere near 66, I got nothing to worry about, don't be so sure. So, you know, and again, the main emphasis of the show is not about prostate cancer and prostate massage. It's just one element of, because we're also going in the show to talk about other benefits that uh, have nothing to do with health and everything to do with pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring something as a resource. If you're curious about, uh, want to learn more about prostate cancer and, and PSA, the prostate uh, specific antigen, because there's something where they're like, oh, you have an elevated PSA. These are markers and people, there's a lot of scares. And there's a fantastic book that I've read a few years ago uh, called The Great Prostate Hoax by Richard G. Ablin and how big medicine hijacked the PSA test and caused a public health disaster. So basically what he does in that particular book, he exposes how a discovery he made in 1970, way, way back, um, where the prostate-specific antigen, a PSA, was co-opted by that pharmaceutical industry into a multi-billion dollar business. He shows how his discovery of PSA was never meant to be used for screening prostate cancer. And yet, nonetheless, the test was patented and eventually approved by the FDA in 1994. So he's the guy who created kind of that PSA testing. And he's saying it should not be used for the the Hmm. way that it's being used. Sounds like another test that everyone's been doing recently that starts with a P. Yeah, yes. but we won't go there either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so if you go to the doctor and you have a PSA test done and they say that, that you have an elevated level, do not rely solely on that as your diagnosis. There are other things that they can look for. So, you know, it's just an indicator and do further testing as a result. And educate yourself and check out The Great Prostate Hoax because it's worth reading if you are interested, if you're a man or if you love men and you're interested in prostate cancer and prostate stuff in general. Okay, so we've, we've covered the big C word there. Yes. We've gotten that all out of the way. Let's talk about the benefits of prostate massage because there are benefits not just for the C word, but also other benefits as well. So... First benefit, prostate massage is a way to empty fluids from your prostate ducts. Okay. So uh, with this one, I think, you know, okay, great. So I'm emptying some fluid, like whatever, you know. But there's a couple of things that I want to say about that. The first one is is the concept, and this really comes from uh, Chinese medicine, but the concept of stagnation. And... One of the great things is, especially if you're not having a lot of sex or you're not ejaculating frequency, which I want to talk about in a minute too, it's a good idea to be moving the fluid in, right? So one of the problems with people who do, say... um, uh, Semen retention. Semen retention, thank you, is that your testicles are still creating sperm and your prostate is still creating prostate fluid or components of the the seminal fluid. And if you're not moving it out, it's just sitting in there. 
just sitting in there sort of stagnating. Now, some people believe that's not a problem at all. And they're just like, ah, whatever, your body will just reabsorb it and blah, 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 and process it. I don't know if there's really any good studies done on this, but um, I believe that one of the ways to keep both your testicles and your prostate healthy is to keep moving that fluid out. You got to kind of flush it out every once in a while. You know, it's, it's just like anything else. You just got to keep, you know, if it, any other filter in your body, you got to flush it out. Not that these are filters, but you get the idea, right? Like you need to move stuff all the time in order to keep it healthy. Keep fresh new nutrients, fresh new fluids being formed. That's the way the body was designed to work. So if, you're, if you are doing something like semen retention, which there isn't necessarily anything wrong with, um, maybe you would want to add this to your routine. But then you got to know that when you do prostate stimulation, and we'll talk about that more, there can be a prostate milking that happens. Right, but it's not the same as ejaculating. True. Right? So while, while we're talking about it, it's very interesting. So that happens when you have a stimulation on the prostate and then there is some fluid that will come out of your penis that somewhat looks like ejaculate but it does it doesn't feel like ejaculation so that's what you're saying absolutely so it doesn't doesn't happen for me all the time it depends depends how long it's been <laughs> since i've ejaculated it depends how long you do massage when was the last time we did a prostate massage when was the last time mm-hmm. we did it but yes there are times when you do a prostate massage, and it's a pretty long or intense one, where a kind of milky fluid that looks somewhat like ejaculate comes out. But there's no, there's no orgasm. There's no uh, muscle reflex. So you know that when, as a guy, when you ejaculate, you have an orgasm, which is the orgasmic waves that you feel uh, throughout your body. But then you also have the uh, muscular contractions that come with it. And if you've ever been able to separate your orgasm from your ejaculation, you know that you can have an orgasm without the muscular contractions and you can have the muscular contractions without an orgasm because they're actually two separate things. So when milking the prostate, you can literally like, there's, there's no sensation of orgasm necessarily. I mean, there, there could be but um, sometimes there isn't, and there's no muscular contractions, and yet there is this fluid leaking out of the tip of your penis, and you're like, that's kind of weird. How is that happening? (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know you have successfully milked the prostate. All right, let's talk about another benefit here, which is about being beneficial and could be helpful if you have prostatitis. Prostatitis is an inflammation of the prostate where it can be utterly, utterly painful. And it can become painful sitting or standing. You feel that there's this this dull or not so dull pain that's always there. A client of mine was on particular medication for prostatitis because that's really the only thing they give you is to take a, a medication that will maybe help you shrink the po- prostate because sometimes it grows too much. That's also why. And, and hopefully can help manage the pain level. He had a better success with 
with doing regular prostate massage, which he was seeing me for for a while and was able to wean himself off the medication and didn't need to keep taking his medication. And then he kept on with his own way of like self-massaging his prostate, which we'll talk about in a little bit too. Uh, but that I've seen it in real life that for somebody it has worked. And again, you know, everybody is different, but it's a good avenue to try. Yeah, and so for for prostatitis and for uh, the next several benefits that we're going to talk about, if you go back to when we described what the prostate is and where it is, you can understand why these things would be benefits, right? Because it's surrounding the urethra, which means if it swells and grows, it can put pressure on the urethra. So the prostatitis is the swelling in general, but um, massage can also help erection problems because swelling is going to put pressure on the blood vessels that help fill up your penis. So you won't ha have as much circulation. Exactly. So that's a great side effect that it can improve your erections. And I've seen that over and over. It yeah. So the, the massaging can help reduce the swelling, which then would uh, help reduce the erection problems. And as well as the next benefit here, which it can alleviate painful ejaculation. And while we're on the subject of the painful ejaculation, it's really important that we talk about the idea that in my experience, and, and of course I want Kevin's opinion here because I'm not a man, but from what I've seen is men who have painful ejaculation is because they tend to not know how to circulate this sexual energy and they keep a lot of tension trapped in their pelvic floor muscles and perineum area and there's that stagnation of energy too and they really can benefit from direct uh, massages and increase in the circulation yeah so there's there's the energetic component of this the the stagnant energy in there there's potentially a swelling of the prostate which is constricting um, the urethra, which is where the prostate fluid has to come through. So think of taking a hose and squeezing it and the pressure that builds up in there. Hence, you can be uncomfortable and painful. Um, and then the other thing that, that goes along with what you were saying with the energetic stagnation is tensing their muscles up too much. So, um, you know, we teach you how to strengthen the pelvic floor muscles in our programs. But one of the other things that we also teach is... The contraction is important to strengthen, but the release is important. And so what you see with a lot of people who are chronically tense all the time, they're always squeezing, squeezing, squeezing. They have chronically tense um, muscles, and that can also cause some pain. So a few more things that I wanted to add with prostate massage is that it can also um, help alleviate symptoms of an in enlarged prostate. If you have that, it can help with the urine flow. And last but not least, <laughs> it can increase your orgasms. <laughs> and we are going to talk more about that in just a minute. Yeah, so, you know, we're putting a lot of emphasis on the health aspects of it. But even if you are perfectly healthy, there are other reasons why you might want to stimulate the, pros the prostate. It, it actually does feel good, especially if you're healthy. You know, it, people can experience some discomfort with it if they have 
an enlarged prostate or they have something going on. Oh, they're very tense. They're, or they're they don't very know how tense. to relax. I mean, there's a lot of different things right. there. Yeah. But if you're healthy and relaxed, it actually shouldn't feel uncomfortable and it can actually take you more into the pleasure realm. Yes. So we're going to talk more about prostate orgasms and then how to give yourself a massage and do that with your partner. But before that, we're going to take a little break for our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Aneros. And if you've been thinking about trying prostate massage, which we're hoping you are after listening to today's show, um, and you don't want to rely on a, on a partner, or maybe you want to have a prostate stimulation while your partner is doing something else. I mean, so many options. Then we have a great product for you. It's called the Aneros. And you can get started today with one of their best-selling products. We like the Aneros Helix Trident. Trident? Is that how Trident. You Trident. I wasn't even sure how to pronounce that. But the <laughs> Trident series introduces multi-actual motion architecture, or MAMA, mm. the revolutionary feature which allows the tri Trident to move laterally as well as move up, down, and in and out. The extra dimension of movement adds on extra dimension of pleasure, making it easier for a man to reach this super O. And we think we will, you will be blown away by it. So this is an Aneros. If you are watching today's show on the the video on YouTube, you get to see it. We have it right there for you. Do you remember what you. model that one is? This is the old Trident uh, oh, because God. this one is a little bit older. Uh, that was kind of their first model. We like the, you know, I would recommend start smaller. You know, I mean, you can always go bigger, but bigger is not always better when it comes to you, but trust me on that one. <laughs> uh, but if you want to go and please use our affiliate link, which is celineremy.com forward slash go forward slash prostate. And if you click in the description below, that will be our affiliate link. So that means that if you purchase an Aneros, we get a very small commission, but we appreciate your support and we think you should get an Aneros. So again, it's CelineRemy.com forward slash go forward slash prostate. Yeah, they have lots of different products. They have his and hers packages and all kinds of stuff. So if you follow that link... Anything you buy will help support this show. Remember the way that you can help support us bringing all of this amazing information to you for free is by buying products that uh, sponsor us. That's I'm how it works. totally, totally like annoying Kevin and poking him with the anaros in his arm and distracting <laughs> him there. Poking me in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about prostate orgasm. So I'm going to read what I find online and then I, I was just, I want to hear Kevin's opinion on that, right? Because, hey, it's going to... Get straight from the guy Let's see with the what prostate. The interwebs say. Yes. So the male prostate orgasm is real. In case you were wondering, is that true? Is that not? Just because you haven't had one yet uh, doesn't mean that it's not real. It just means you haven't yet figured out how to get there. And uh, society is really starting to catch on. Like we were saying, you can find more and more literature studies on the subject because people are starting to feel more comfortable talking about anal pleasure. Um, and there's a researcher that noticed that. The there is still a little, like the science is still a little bit behind. So his name is Dr. Rory Levin, and he's a researcher at the University of Sheffield. And he published a paper on prostate orgasms. He's like, hey, nobody's doing it, but as well, right? And largely concluding that there's still a whole lot we don't know. Oh, really? No shit. So the scientific study on, of orgasm has always been challenging, Levin wrote. Those included by prostate stimulation have been ignored. We have just 
just started the journey on its discovery road. Most of the data we have on prostate orgasm isn't really data at all, Levin notes. It's just anecdotal sources saying that, yeah, prostate orgasms rule. He also hypothesizes why prostate orgasms are so intense. Prostate massages can have a variety of health benefits, but Levin thinks that in some ways it can rewire the brain to make you change how you feel sexual pleasure through a new unfamiliar sensation. Basically, it's giving you another button to press beside the standard stimulation of the penis. Yes. Mic drop. I'm looking at you. You're supposed <laughs> like you're supposed to give in, like to fill in the gaps there with your prostate orgasm. Have you had prostate orgasms, Kevin? It depends how they define prostate orgasm. So uh, what I will say is this, is that, you know, we were talking about the, the sort of milking and how fluid will come out. And there is a sensation when you don't have what we would call a regular orgasm. There is a sensation that you feel when that happens. So it, if, if that's what you mean by like getting the prostate to sort of contract and release the fluid... Then, then yes, that happens. And that's one possible prostate orgasm. <laughs> and yes. Did you find, so one thing that I know for sure is when there is a prostate stimulation, um, okay, so sometimes it's very dormant and it takes some time for it to awaken. And I remember with you when we, many years ago when we started, it felt a little bit dormant. And then you reached a new level where you started to feel like it was more pleasurable. For you, it seems to add to the pleasure and the sensations on your penis when you have prostate stimulation. Okay, so that's the second one that I was going to go for, which is if you have prostate stimulation at the same time that you have what we would call a regular orgasm, then yes, it actually adds another layer of sensations that actually can intensify the feeling of the regular orgasm. <laughs> now, not every man finds that their sensations on the genitals gets uh, increased. Some men find that it takes away or it removes some of the sensation. Some men will actually lose their erection while they have the stimulation of the prostate. And then once the prostate stimulation is over, they feel more sensations in their penis. So there's not one way that it happens. Everybody is different. And also it kind of changes over time as you are awakening your body, the new pathways, the sensations. It's kind of like a fine wine, right? The more you drink or the more you wait on it, like it, it develops new flavors. Yeah, what what I notice is that part of part of the sensation of an orgasm as a man is the intensity of the contractions that happen. Right? So the bigger the orgasm, the more intense those contractions are. Whether you're choosing to ejaculate or not, even if you have a non-ejaculatory orgasm and you're feeling those contractions, um, the Intensity of those contribute a lot to the intensity of the orgasm. And so with the prostate stimulation, it intensifies the feeling, the sensation of the contractions because you're not just getting a contraction of um, 
the uh, pelvic floor muscles, you're also getting, in association with it, a contraction of the prostate itself, or at least that's what it feels like to me, right? So like, if you're watching in the video, if, if here's your pelvic floor muscles contracting, then you get this other little contraction going at the same time, and it just gives you an overall more intense feeling of orgasm. Fascinating. So I want to talk about doing it on yourself and I want to talk about doing it together with your partner. I think it's really good to know how to do it yourself and really know where it is because otherwise you can't guide your partner. You know, it's not like women don't really have practice in that. And since we don't have a prostate, it's like harder to know what we're talking about. But if you That's know... That's why they call it the male G-spot, right? It's exactly. like all these guys are fumbling around trying to find the female G-spot and the poor women are fumbling around trying to find the male <laughs> G-spot. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But let's talk about doing it on yourself. So number one is please get one of those massagers. Get one of the Aneros is one of the best and is our favorite. Um, so get one of those because it's going to make it much easier. Honestly, I don't even know how you would do it on yourself without that. So the way you do it on yourself without that is you could lay down on your side because it's a little bit easier from the side. Stick a finger up your butt and then you have to go towards you your pubic bone to find the prostate to get the pressure. Now, there's a few elements to remember. When we do anal penetration, like anuses don't really self-lubricate. I know somebody told me once that his anus self-lubricates. I'm like, fine, but you're a very odd case. <laughs> Most people, they don't self-lubricate. So you got to think lube. Very important. Never visit the anus without a lot of lube and just use more than you think you need. And you want to remember that that um, it's easier when you're relaxed. So you could do it laying down on your side. That's kind of one way to do that. And using the prostate massager allows you to relax. I, you know, I've got pretty decent sized hands. They're not like small Man, hands, hands, you know. But my arms are not that long. It's a little <laughs> tricky for me to... It's your <sighs> apex index that's the problem there, Kevin. Well, so. It, it, it is actually for, for any rock climbers who are listening to this, you know, we measure something called ape index, which is your how f wide your wingspan is uh, in relation to how tall you are. And I actually have a negative ape index, which means I'm taller than my arms are wide. Oh, well, that's a problem for prostate massage, but that's why it's great to have a partner. I want to do, before we do with the partner, I want to give you another idea to stimulate your prostate it would be in the shower. In the shower is really easy because you get to use soap and then uh, it's, you know, you can clean things if there's anything that's a little bit dirty um, that, that comes out. You don't have to do, sh to do an enema or do weird things in your butt. If you have regular <laughs> uh, bowel movements and... You, you eat good fibers, you have a good diet, it will be fine. Uh, it, no need for anything weird in your butt unless you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but remember, it's all about the general health. So it's kind of like if you're going to the bathroom and it's like a huge mess and it's really sticking on the toilet paper, chances are it might stick to your finger too. Uh, <laughs> and, and if you have good bowel movements and it moves easily and effortlessly, then, then you're good there. It's just to give you that little bit. I know it's a lot of information, but we have to address it because it's one of the big fear for people. Um, we, Prep one, work is important. Well, yes. Yeah. So one big thing to remember too is about your nails.
else. And and I'm about to go to with the prostate massage with a partner, the stimulation. But even on yourself, make sure your fingernails are trimmed because you could literally hurt yourself if they're too long or if you've got like weird blisters, blistery things and stuff like that. Um, so you want to make sure, number one, you relax. Number two, lots of lube. Number three, trimmed nails and give yourself plenty of time. Be warm, be comfortable. Either use it in the shower or lay down on your side and try it this way and play with a massager. Also, the good thing with the massager is then you're hand free and you have stimulation of the prostate and you've got two hands to do other stuff to your body. And I let you guess which body part you want to do. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, while well, you're thinking hmm. this through, Kevin, let's talk about hmm. how to do it with your partner. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are a um, you've been listening right now and you're like a woman and you're wondering like I want to try this with my partner or you you're a guy and you're like you're a man and you're like I want to show that to my woman and I want to want her to know how to do it I'm going to give you the easiest way to get there so remember the same rules apply trimmed nails very, very important. I use gloves every single time for any internal penetration, even with my husband, even with Kevin, because gloves make it easy, smoother. And you know what? Gloves, you can remove them when you're done, toss them and go straight to something else without having to take a break to go wash your hands and triple wash them because you're like, what's under my fingernails? So if you trim your nails and you use the gloves, you're in much better shape. Use plenty of Remember, lube is utterly essential in the ass. And you could use coconut oil, you could use a specific lube designed for that, something silicone, like whatever you like. Remember what you put on your skin and in your ass gets absorbed. So don't use things that have too many chemicals. It's very important. And you want to take it slow because again, you know, it is the most vulnerable a man can be to receive a prostate. It's kind of like for us women, remember how you feel when a man penetrates you and fingers you and there's all these different things that arouse. It's the it's same for a guy. It's for him. He has to learn to be vulnerable, to open up. And it's definitely different than his nature. Exactly. And that's the thing is most men are just not used to it. They're mm-hmm. not used to being on the receiving end. The penetrate tit <laughs> rather than penetrate her. So, yeah. So it takes a little getting used to. Have the man lay on his back. Sit in between his leg. Give him a little massage to warm him up and warm his body, massage his perineum, tease his butt cheeks and his anus. You're all on the outside here. You're relaxing, bringing some some good um, circulation to the area. When you are ready to insert the finger and you've put plenty of lube, you've got your your gloves on, add a lot of lube on your glove, you're going to have him bend his legs so he has his legs with his feet flat and he's laying on his back and you are sitting in between his legs and you are inserting the finger. I like to keep my finger right there and have him slowly breathe the finger in. You don't just go shovel it in like fast. Slow, breathe, relax. Allow his sphincter to relax and open up. Don't push. Allow the body's natural speed and rhythm to guide you in the movement. When you are inserted and you're in, I like to use my longer finger when I do that. So I use my middle finger. And once you are all the way in, 
pause and you can have him bend his leg down again, bring them down. The reason I have him bend the legs is that it allows for insertion to be a little easier and to find the prostate, but then he can relax with his legs down and you need to press up towards his pubic bone and towards his penis. That's where the location of the prostate is. The prostate can be somewhat deep, about two knuckles deep, and it's not exactly always at a 12 o'clock spot. It could be towards the 11 or 1 o'clock, and it can kind of shift as you're being massaged, as you massage it, or depending on the positions of the legs. When you hit the prostate, he will feel it. And you usually feel something different. It could feel like a little, I don't know, like a little pee, like a little ball thing. It could feel like ridges, more like a woman's G-spot. It could feel bigger, smaller, depending on the size of his prostate. But trust me, when you hit his prostate, he will know that that's the spot. There's no wondering. If you're wondering if she did it, um, (laughs) she didn't. (laughs) It's just like orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering if she had one, then she, she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> so, and then, and then, really, in terms of stimulation, there is no back and forth. It's a simple, like little up and down, like I call it, ringing the doorbell or little circles. It's gentle. It's light or little vibration. There's no in and out movements like this. It's very subtle, gentle mild. Once you start to feel the prostate becoming really hot, there's some heat that's being released. That's a sign that the prostate has been stimulated for long enough and that you want to remove your fingers. And you want to remove your finger, and I said fingers, but it's just one usually. Start with one, unless he's seasoned and you know how to do that, then you add more, but one is enough. You want to remove your finger slowly, kind of like you entered. You don't want to just like Pull it out. Um, there's this, this weird sensation when you pull a finger out that you're like, am I popping on myself? Or like, what's going on? So if you do it slower, the person can relax into it. <laughs> That's right. Not trying to mimic the uh, feeling of a transit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You all just got Celine's world famous technique for this. That, that's, that's like gold right there. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to add in terms of what to look for, of sensations or, or anything for men around the prostate, Zach? Levin? Not necessarily. What I would say is that be open to the idea that you can have, um, you could have some help with symptoms if you have symptoms. You could also have some pleasure out of it. It could be a new thing that you add to your sexual play with your partner that can be extremely pleasurable. So just be open to the idea. There could be both healing from it as well as pleasure. And you know, pleasure is healing anyway, right? And by the way, it doesn't make you gay if you like anal stimulation. No. So relax. Take it up the butt. Enjoy. (laughs) If you want to know more about that, go listen to the episode we did, uh, Why Straight Men Should should Take take It it Up up the the Ass. ass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, that that was a whole other topic. But just be open to the idea. It can have a lot of benefits, and you might actually find that you like it. And as I said at the beginning of this show, 
a lot of the information that um, we shared today comes from places like WebMD and Cancer.org and all these kind of big mainstream uh, medical sites. And people, you know, even the mainstream is now coming around to the fact that this is something that can be beneficial. So do it. And don't just do it once because it might take a little while. So give it enough try, at least three times. Well, it's like anything else, right? So if you're going to massage a muscle, you don't just massage it once and never massage it again, right? Like people who have chronic tension in their shoulders, they need regular massages to work that out. Same thing here. So we hope that that was valuable for you. Uh, I know for sure we shared new information that we did not have in the previous episode. Don't forget to go back and listen to that episode as well. And if you're really curious about this, please check out the Ineros that we shared. I think we are going to open up your sexual play and your relationship to something totally new and amazing. All right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>